to in two weeks. Something must be going on. And let me tell you, I've been sitting in my house for the last 20 minutes, and it has been dead silent. Maybe I should say radio silent. That sounds very topical. It has been radio silence. And as soon as I sit down, no jokes, there is a dog barking in the background. It's not our dog. There is a cockatoo cockatooing. Just, it's like they wait for me. They see me put on my crappy headphones and they're like, go. Unleash noise and irritating sounds. But anyway, we will persevere. But we're back two weeks, as I say, in a row. Pretty unheard of. Um, but a very eventful couple of days. So Wedge Shred is on the horizon. Well, sorry, Wedding is on the horizon. Wedge Shred is well underway. Um, two related but not identical things. Um, and today... This morning, in fact, uh, I went to a personal stylist in David Jones, which for those of you who are not in Australia is uh, just a big department store, you know, eight floors of um, varying degrees of crappy, some exciting, some not so exciting um, products, usually makeup and all that kind of jazz. But anyway, I digress. Um, personal stylist. So uh, Mano, as you might expect, has lined up some very nice outfits for, for weddings and things. I haven't seen wedding dress, but I've seen um, the equivalent of her kind of outfit that she's been wearing in Scotland the week before Spain. Um, and, you know, as, as is Mino's way, it's kind of very classy looking. It's very um, understated, but just, yeah, it just looks great. And I am like, well, I'll just rock up in my Patagonia t-shirt and, you know, some shorts. That's, that's it's kind of going to be in my back garden in Scotland. It's chilled. It doesn't really matter. Um, and it turns out that is not really going to fly. So I, in a moment of panic, um, looked on David Jones' website and I was like, I just don't know when it comes to snazzy clothes like this. Like, I've got no idea. And it doesn't help when you're, you know, <laughs> five foot nothing um, and built like a brick shit house. So finding clothes that are nice is, is difficult at the best of times. So anyway, book personal stylist. Um flash flash forward to the night before and I'm I'm preparing my I'm like you don't have to come with me if you don't want to, you can come with me, it's absolutely fine. Just you know, kinda of do whatever you want. It's ten o'clock on, on Saturday morning. So I realised it's not ideal. Um but she's keen. She wants to come along uh, and and great. So she's coming. I am my classic response to this kind of stuff is because it involves engaging with people that I've never met before in an area that I'm not particularly comfortable with, i.e. fashion and clothes and stuff, um, is to be quite nervous and to be a little bit like, oh god, I don't like this. And so so I'm a bit nervous and you know, we get on the ferry, we get on the train, all this stuff, get into town, um, and we go to David Jones. And uh the stylist's name is is Riri. I looked on all the little bios when I could book my stylist. There's about 17 million people who work in David Jones that can give you styling advice. Um, and Riri fit two criteria. One, her bio mentioned weddings. Um, and two, she looked the least intimidating in her picture. So I was like Riri all the way. Um, and I had to submit a little bit of information in a, a little form to, to Riri before we get there and all this kind of stuff. So I'm like, hey, Riri. Um, I am a short squat uh, man looking for trousers. Basically, it's kind of what I'm after. I'm after trousers. I've got blazer, I've got shirts, all this kind of stuff. I think I'm pretty sorted. But I need trousers or I need pants, depending on where 
your vernacular, depending on which part of the world you're from. Um, and basically my message to her is, I can never find trousers. My legs are fucking enormous. So finding trousers is very difficult. Um, and she's like, no worries, no worries, all good. I look forward to meeting you. And and so we rock up. It's 9.55. The appointment is at 10. I, re- I refer you back to my pre-appointment nerves. And I, of course, am saying to her, no, 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 no. Like, we can't. We can't rock up at 9.55. We have to rock up at 10. We can't, you know, just let's not put any pressure on, on Riri. She might be ready yet. Um, anyway, we find a little room, very nice little room. Um, we go in at 9.55, of course we do. Uh, and Riri is there with one of her colleagues um, getting ready. And she's very excited, lovely, um, lovely woman from Indonesia, it turns out. And she kind of gives us her life story. She's sticking pins in trousers that I'm wearing. Um but she's very nice. And so, <laughs> and I rock up in a t-shirt and shorts because of course I do. I brought my stuff. I brought my, brought my Warren Williams, my boots, brought my blazer, all this jazz. Um, and she, the first thing she says to me is, oh, do you cycle? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, oh, look at your legs are very strong. You know, your legs are very big. And I was like, okay, great. We're off to, we're off to a fantastic start here. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the beginning. And then, we tell her, we give her a little bit of background, um, weddings, etc. And she's like, oh, okay, great. You know, I've got some ideas. Uh, and she pops out and she comes back in, you know, kind of five, five minutes or so. And, and she has, um, she has a bunch of clothes in her, in her arms. Well, in her arms, folded over her arms. You know, it's very, it's a very um, high end to do this. She's not walking around with crumpled clothes. Um, and, and they're all white. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh my god, because again, knowing nothing about clothing and um, being very cramped buying clothing, I would not go near white, right? Like eh, <laughs> the few Google searches I've done on clothes for the, the shorter man, um, shall we? Shall we say? Is well, sorry, I should say the shorter, broader man um, is to wear, you know, darker colours. Your navies, your kind of blacks, etc. To to not be accentuating things you don't want to be accentuating. Um, anyway, needless to say, she comes in with, uh, you know, a deckhand outfit, bright white, head to toe. Uh, Mano and I both kind of look at each other and we're like, oh my God. Um, but, open-minded, I don't know anything about this stuff, Riri, I've put my faith in your hands. Um, and so I go into the booth um, and I put them on and it come out and I'm definitely still skeptical um effectively feel like I'm wearing just like a white jumpsuit or something like an astronaut um but then she starts doing her thing right Riri starts doing her uh like her little tweaks on the sleeves and like her little stuff on the back and all this kind of jazz um and it's hilarious because I'm sitting looking at Mano while she's looking at me getting this stuff done <laughs> and her face goes from initially being like absolutely not when I walk out in my, my white jumpsuit to you know, okay, no, okay, yeah, I get it. And until eventually once Riri's kind of done, I think she steps back and she's got the blaze and everything and it's all put together and it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, we can do, this works. Um, And so that's one outfit, that's one outfit done. We're, we're fine with that, we're good with that. White. Who would have thunk white? But there we are. Um... So then we're on to number two. You know, Riri's Riri smells blood. She she sees that we're we're into what she's putting down, and so um, 
She's like, oh, you know, let's, let's think of a couple of other options as well. You know, do you have a suit? I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I've, I have a suit, but as, as I've mentioned, you know, it's, it's hard to find suits that fit off the rack, which is the lingo that I'm learning. Um, and so she's like, oh, don't worry, I'll go you a nice dark French navy. That's how she refers to a French navy. So, so off Reedery Pops to, to get a series of French navy suits. Um, and we go through the same palaver, so to speak, um, but I try on three different suits. Um, <laughs> try on three different suits. And the first one is the winner. Again, it's the, does it pass the Minot test? Does it, well, does it fit my thighs, first and foremost? Does it pass the Minot test? Second, bang. Right, with two very important criteria achieved. So, um, French Navy suit, sorted. Um, and, and then, um, it's only after, uh, Riri goes out for a third time because she's, you know, kind of doing her thing and she's, she's in the flow. Um, she's picking up little bits and pieces here and there. Uh, but she goes a third time and it's only then when I start looking at the price of some of the stuff. And, you know, I'd, I'd budgeted like, I don't know, thousand Aussie dollars. Uh, I don't know the exchange rate off the top of my head, but for anyone listening in, um, the UK just cut it and kind of cut it in half pretty much, or maybe 600 pounds. That was kind of my budget. Put that aside, I thought that was a reasonable amount. Um, and, and, you know, it comes out at about three and a half times the amount that I budgeted. Uh, which, you know, is, is kind of all part of the game. Um, I guess. But, yeah, we make it through, survive, and, um, we're in town anyway, personal shopping done, personal styling done, whatever it's called, um, and Mano and I go for lunch, and it's, <laughs> and it's hilarious because Mano just says to me, you know, this is such a classic you thing to do, where you're nervy about it and you're all kind of on edge about it, and then as soon as you've done it, you're like, right, so when, when can we do that again? Because no joke, afterward I was like, right, okay, lunch, well, I mean... You know, you have to pay for the styling. Like, obviously, the clothes are expensive, fine, but the the styling thing is free. Like, if someone wants to, I, if someone wants to give me advice and just do all the all the work for me, then I might just do all my shopping like this. And I, don't, I mean, I don't shop very often, as I said. All I wear is Patagonia t-shirts and shorts these days. But I'm now just thinking of the, the briefs that I can send. And when I say brief, I don't mean underwear, so calm down. The description, the remit that I can send to um, Riri, who obviously now, you know, we are best mates and she's in my, my phone book. Um, email address, all sorted and everything. Riri, turtleneck. Sort me out. Hook me up. So that was personal shopping. I, I thought it was worth a second update in two weeks for for the personal shopping. So that's personal shopping. Very exciting new chapter development in my life um, that I will definitely continue to utilise, I feel. Uh, the second update that I wanted to provide um, was... So I listened to a whole bu- um, bunch of podcasts. I... Uh, I've spent far too many hours of my life and far too much brain space um, consuming 
the kind of was it like self improvement stuff or whatever you know all these books that are non fiction they're like how productive are you and all this kind of stuff um, and I used to love them our bookshelf is is full of them and I to be honest can't really can't stand them anymore because I overthink it all and it just irritates me and I look at this bookshelf of stuff that I don't read and I feel bad about it um, but that said as part of my job. I read a lot of stuff about um, different industries and uh, like different trends and, and things like this. And so, part of what I do working in uh, in strategy and in operations, more on the operations side, um, is around how basically how you can do things better, right? Like how how a business can run a bit more smoothly, where the kind of opportunities for it to improve. And so, being a bit of a nerd and, and being a bit of a and overthinker, as I say, I, I kind of often think about ways that I can apply this to, to my own life. And so one of the things I've kind of stumbled upon recently, because I want to get better um, at at storytelling, which I realize is a really wanky term, but I'm a very factual <laughs> kind of analytical person, uh, as you may well know. I I like to just kind of stick to what the truth is and, and kind of stick to the facts. But in so doing, a lot of what I say, and it's probably what I've been done, eight and a half episode of the podcast is is pretty dry so i'm trying to think about ways in which i can get better storytelling anyway so i'm doing some research um around storytelling and around kind of how you craft narratives and all this sort of stuff um and there's all a bunch of things but the thing that i kind of want to mention that i find really interesting because i think it's like it's sort of a nice way in for someone that's a bit more as i say analytical a bit more introspective uh, not as um, gregarious is probably the wrong word. Not, I guess, talkative, right? Like you're not as you're not as chatty. But there's this thing called homework for life, which again, don't switch off at the title. It's a wanky title. I get it. But the main thing is, it's it's kind of like journaling to a degree. But instead of, I've always been someone who's tried to journal in the past, and I find it really difficult because I'll set myself these ridiculous things of if you don't write a page a day, then what's the point? Or you know, just set myself up to fail. Um, but I like writing and I do enjoy it, so I, I need to try and get back into it. And the thing that's good about Homework for Life is basically it's... Um, you try and... While you go through the day, you try and capture these moments that uh, maybe catch your attention, you know, or maybe make you, you feel a, a certain type of way, or or you kind of look at it and you, and you find yourself thinking about it as as interesting or as kind of surprising. And, and what you do is you just make a little note of it. And it doesn't have to be much. Our, our friend um, Joe of Alex and Joe and, and Jackson, of course, and Chief, shout out Chief, um, who recently moved back to the US. Joe was great at journaling. Joe journaled uh, not every day, but as in if he missed days, he would catch up. And so he'd have notebooks or, or diaries, you know, full of, full of writing. And it wasn't... Um, like long flowy prose it was kind of little sound bites and snippets and a lot of it just revolved around whether or not he'd surfed and whether or not he caught a good wave um because whenever joe surfed he, of course he caught a big wave but uh it was always a style of journey that i quite enjoyed and i massively respect the fact that he was able to to be so consistent with it but this um homework for life stuff is pretty similar it's kind of instead of thinking you have to write a page, instead of thinking you have to do all this stuff and, you know, these these things where it's like, oh, write down stuff that you're grateful for or, you know, write down your highlight of your day. It's it's more of a, um, 
if you find yourself out and about, or if you find yourself at work, or you find yourself talking to friends, whatever it might be, um, and something kind of catches your attention, something someone says, or, or something that happens just around you, um, you kind of just bank it, like you just make note of it. And, it, and it's really hard, right, if you're not in the discipline of doing that, it's quite tricky, and I've missed days since I've started doing this, but then I kind of go back, I put like 10 minutes in my in my work calendar, don't tell my bosses, um, to remind myself to do it sort of at the end of every working day and just kind of go back through and think about things. But the taking this full circle, because I realized we're talking about storytelling, is um, the idea behind this is that you have these little moments and these moments become things that you can tell others when they ask you questions like, how are you doing? You know, what are you up to? Like, anything on for the weekend? Like, these kind of things, because instead of, if you think about it, someone asks you that, like, how, how, how are you getting on? I realized I said, how are you going? And how are you going sounds normal to me, but that's what people in Australia say. So, like, how are things? A lot of people, or how was your weekend? A lot of people will give you, like, a really kind of, yeah, it was fine. Or, like, yeah, it was cool. Uh, yeah, I didn't do much. Yeah, it was great. Like, and won't really give you much, and that's totally fine. But if you're a weirdo like me that wants to try and get better at storytelling, these are kind of little opportunities in the day where you might get a chance to, to sort of practice. And as ever, if it's something you're not very good at, at the start it feels awful like it feels so forced and it feels so weird and you feel like a robot because you're like you must do in my head is like you must tell this person about this thing that you think is story worthy even though they probably think it's ridiculous um but yes that is homework for life so i just wanted to drop that in because i think it's an interesting uh, an interesting thing that i'm trying to do at the moment um third thing third thing they had to update and i I don't really speak about work because it's boring and no one really wants to hear about work. But I had this really funny moment this week where, um, so I've been in my new job for uh, four, what's, uh, five months? Five months. So given my track record, I'm probably not that far of changing jobs. But anyway, um, I have been pulling together a bunch of stuff. So again, I, I work in strategy and operations and I won't bore people with what that means. But one of the things I've been doing for my for my company is is kind of a really deep dive into the UK market. We're an Australian company, but we want to get bigger in the UK. Um, and so I've been doing a bit of analysis into the UK. And and the company that I'm with is is kind of 11 years old. It's been around for a while, but it's still um, I'd say it's only really uh, kind of started scaling and getting really big in the last in the last few years since it's it's got a lot of investment and. Um, I had always kind of assumed that a lot of the work that I'm doing at the moment had already been done, but that's a, that's a conversation for another day. Um, but the thing that happened was um, one of the co-founders uh, sends me a message on uh, Thursday, whenever it was, and um, I've never I've never spoken to the guy. I've emailed him and, and kind of uh, used Slack and instant message and stuff with him, but I've never actually spoken to him face to face. And so he um, sends me a message saying, oh, you know, you've got 20 minutes this afternoon. Yeah, just want to have a chat. So my instant reaction is, ah, shit. Like, I'm going to be getting in trouble for something. Surely this can't be good. This kind of thing is never good. Um, and so it comes time for the for the chat. Uh, and I jump into the virtual meeting room because my role is fully remote. Um, and there is the co-founder. And he's like, oh, hey, mate. And he's, and he's pretty chill. He's, he's a pretty kind of laid-back guy. And he's like, oh, hey, mate, how you going, blah, blah, blah. Um, is this the first time we've ever spoken? And I'm like, yeah, it's the first time we've ever spoken face-to-face. Like, I've been 
in and around for kind of five months, but it's the first time we've ever spoken face to face. And he was like, oh, no, 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 oh, you've been here for a while. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I say, oh, that, that wasn't supposed to be a dig, like I was just saying. And so off to a rocky start. But um, he goes, look, no, I just want to say some of the the analysis stuff you've been doing and, and strip it right back. It's a spreadsheet, right? And it's not for people who know spreadsheets. It's not even, it's it's like I can level one basic. There's a little, a little bit of conditional formatting in there, you know? So if you know your spreadsheets, you know that that is... Like, we're talking 101 stuff here. This is not big guns. And he's like, mate, this piece of work, unreal. Like, we've never had anything like this. This is a fantastic, excellent thing. And I'm just like, oh, okay, good. So I'm not getting I'm not getting canned as a bonus. Um, and I come off the call, and I'm like, okay, well, that's good. You know, that's better than I thought it was going to be. But it's just one of those moments where I realized, I was like, what? Like what? What am I doing? Like what? What did we do? What did most of the working world do? Where we just sit and spend hours of our time moving like little digital bits into a different format for other people that are slightly older than us and have been moving digital bits for longer than us to say good job moving those digital bits. Like what am I doing? And this, no doubt, is the reason why I changed job every two years. But I just wanted to. Um, yeah, flag it. I had this, it was just this weird moment where I was just like, oh goodness, this is what so many people are doing, and surely there are better ways to be spending your time. But I think, yeah, I think it's a long term, a long term down the line, working for yourself at some point kind of thing. Although, to be fair, then Mano will have to tell me that my spreadsheets are good, and I don't think that'll ever happen, so maybe I should count my blessings. Um, so that was, yeah, excellent spreadsheet, mate, well done. Um, and then the final update. So the final and potentially one of the biggest, I suppose, is uh, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend is coming Sydney town in just under a week. Uh, apparently, she is some some sort of musician, and we are going to go see her um, on the Friday, which is very exciting. Three and a half hours. It's like seven hundred and twelve songs or something. Um, and, yeah, the countdown is on. We have, and I say we, Manure has accumulated uh, sunglasses shaped like love hearts. We have um, uh, wristbands with the names of, of various songs and albums. And, um, and Manure has an outfit. She's born an outfit. So some of us are more ready than others. But it's happening on, on Friday. My my mind is more kind of turning to how do you spend three and a half hours like when it what's the food situation how am I like it's more of a survival it's a game of survival so that's Friday uh, so in all likelihood the next time I do one of these will be after after that event um, so yeah big big Friday night spent with Miss Swift the future Mrs Kelsey who knows. Um, but yeah, that's me. I wanted to hope you enjoy that. Riri and white jumpsuits and the lark. Um, I will let you know how next weekend goes.